Hey, it's CJ. This is my mom, Fashion. My best friend, Angie, and I took a momcation and we got a hotel. We made dinner reservations. We were going to go to the club like we used to in our heyday. We packed a ton of our like go out hoochie mama clothes, like short skirts and heels and like things we wore back when we were 21. And when we got back to the hotel, we slept and watched Bridesmaids three times. Missed our dinner reservation, slept all day on Sunday. And when we finally got up to go home, we felt so guilty about not going to the club and missing our reservations and bringing all of our hoochie mama clothes that we wore our hoochie mama clothes on the three hour drive home. Heels, full makeup, hair and everything. Her husband came outside and said, are you still wearing the same clothes from last night? Because we were dressed up like we were going to the club because we missed our former hoochie mama selves. We are wives, entrepreneurs, entertainers, executives, and at the end of the day, we are all moms, all at the same time, and never in the same order. (laughs) This is Hi, My Name is Mom, a podcast about motherhood. Here are your hosts, Jen, Corey, and Kayla. Uh, We want to thank TJ Jenkins for her mom fessional. If you have a mom fashion, please tag us at Hi, My Name is Mom. Official. Because of course, Hi, My Name is Mom was taken because everything's taken. Right. We could have been like, Hi, My Name is Mom, 8675532, lowercase a, capital D, one. But exclamation point. As long as we're official, we're good. Also want to thank The Russell. Today's episode is brought to you from The Russell, a historic East Nashville church transformed into a one of a kind boutique hotel. The Russell's mission is to give back to the Nashville community through their Rooms for Rooms program by donating a portion of each stay to local nonprofits who are helping those experiencing homelessness. Visit RussellNashville.com to book your experience today. It's our inaugural episode. <laughs> Hi, my name is Mom. Episode one, The Identity Crisis. Jen, you want to get started? Wow. Tell us about you. Well, my name is Jen. I used to identify as a television executive. I was a executive producer, a creator, um, a head of talent and casting. I have um, developed and produced shows that have um, ranged from TLC, The Little Couple, to uh, Real Housewives of New Jersey on Bravo and all things in between. If you've watched a crime show, chances are I developed it or worked on it or had some sort of hand in making it, um, which gives me a crazy database of knowledge of all things scary. We also bonded over reality mm. television. We did. The That's Bachelor. how we actually met. Yeah. All yes. Of us. It's yeah. not really how we met, but we have definitely like furthered our relationships. All I of feel them like that that's way. what secured our bond. Really, was yeah. watching. Um, who was it? Which Which was it Bachelor? Matt Grant. No, wasn't he a uh, I, I don't, don't remember. remember. Yeah. I really, it clearly so was long. memorable. It our was. time together. We probably drank too much wine. I would also like to say that Jen is like the super mom who is like the class mom <laughs> for like <laughs> all of her children's classes. That's and she funny. does everything, everything. And then mm. she makes amazing cheese balls. Mm. And lunches. So, Have you balls. seen her packed lunches? It's interesting yeah. too. Kayla and I actually met over reality TV. If we're sort of getting oh, back to yeah. reality television, because I met Kayla through you. Yeah, you, I called yeah. I called you immediately after meeting Kayla and I said, first of all, this girl, I love her. We're gonna share <laughs> shoes and clothes, which we do. And also she is a walking a reality yes, show. She's a show. <laughs> In and of herself, she's a show. Yeah. So Kayla and I worked on an HDTV project um together. Actually a couple. A couple. A couple of and different TLC. Yeah. We had fun. <laughs> really? And that was long before we we really knew each other. Then my husband and I decided to move to Nashville and here you we live go. down the road from me now. Yeah, yeah. They're like, amazing. I'm really jealous because Absolutely they live like amazing. two minutes just, away from each other, and keep, I'm 
30 minutes and they're always like, hi, we're having coffee. Come over. I'm like, I can't move. I move I could. to the yep. suburbs. There is something to be said for that. Yeah. A longer commute. So you always identified as a TV I, executive. Super type A, right? Like, you are. I, you know how they say that being an introvert or an extrovert isn't necessarily how you are in social situations. It's how you recharge. Yeah. I recharge by doing. If I can like make Valentine's for the kids and like craft a Valentine's lunch and make them a fun fondue dinner, it's like that gets my batteries recharged. And other people are like, screw that. I need, I need wine and a TV show. And I get that too. But like- Yeah, we do drink lots of wine yeah, together. We do. Sorry. It only takes like a suggestion- <laughs> Jen actually mentioned just a minute ago uh, that we should have champagne. And immediately I'm like, champagne? Does someone say champagne? I love it. <laughs> Kayla, yeah, since your husband tells her bring champagne. It's true. <laughs> I mean, honestly, what really always defined me was, was television. I knew from a very, very early age that I was going to do something in entertainment. I didn't know if it was going to be um, movies, directing movies or television. And, you know, I think I always loved horror films. I thought I was going to produce <laughs> produce horror films. I can't believe we didn't do a horror movie I know, together. I know, I shocking, like shocking. I like horror films. <laughs> it's true. I love horror films. And when I was a senior in high school, we went on a field trip to a soundstage in Atlanta for a show, an Aaron Spelling show that was being shot there. <laughs> and I pulled the first AD aside and I was like, I want to work for you. I was like, I can get out of school You're every so day bold. at one o'clock. Oh, Give me I love a job. You. And he's like, first of all, the first rule in entertainment is no one works for free. No one works for free. So I will hire you and you can come every day after school and work. And so I did. Um, and that kind of got me into the like, I want to go to film school. I want to learn this craft a little bit more. And what a great life lesson, yeah. too, to put value on everything oh. that you're doing. I think yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not want to go to one of, like, the big film schools. I wanted to go somewhere where I had a little more hands-on, you know, training and stuff. So I went to Florida State and, you know, got in with a great group of people and wound up deciding that as much as I loved film, television was more in my wheelhouse. And the rest is kind of history. I've always, always, always loved anything having to do with entertainment. Now... I am a mom of four kids, 10, 8, 6, and 1. And I am sort of waffling between being a working parent, but stopping down for a year to raise my youngest. And yeah, it's a weird time in my life. My name is Kayla. <laughs> and... Um, I'm everything. Oh, I'm everything creative. I'm every car. Okay, this girl. When I first met her, she told me her favorite color was sparkles. That's so. true. So just like put all that jumble in my brain, and that's probably what it looks like. I always have like forty-seven thousand tabs open. Um. What is your? What have you always identified yourself as? So I've always identified myself as a creative person. I'm probably best known for Kayla straps. I designed guitar straps for a couple celebrities I've worked a with. A couple. I mean, that's being <laughs> very, uh, very modest. With, very humble. Um, Miranda Lambert, Kelsey Ballerini, Raylan, Lindsay L. I just did one for Dirk Bentley um, for his. Uh, oh my she's, gosh. She's, the Country yeah, Nights. Guys. Uh, mm. Hi, Country Nights. <laughs> I know who you are, Doug. <laughs> I did one for Joe Walsh last year. That was really exciting. Yeah. So yeah, I do like fun design stuff. And um, you literally have multiple companies. Like I when do. I see you, I see an entrepreneur. I mean, yeah. you just, you turn everything into a company. Everything's a I business. Do. I do. She's like, that's a nice chair. I could rent that out of your weekend. Yes. <laughs> and I, suddenly I actually, you have like a chair rental business. I do. I have a, I have it's a impressive. wedding rental business and I do interior design. So I, I feel like the best way to describe me is I'm an 
I'm an entrepreneur, but I pretty much just, if you can create it, I either sell it or I make it. <laughs> yeah, I do that. I, I call Kayla and go, hey, I have this idea. Can you make it come to life? Yeah. For me. And you also uh, come from a musical background. I do. I started out as an artist for many years. I sing background for a lot of artists and I still write for a couple uh, TV shows as a songwriter. And then what about now? Now I am starting my next project. Um, I don't think I'm going to flip it or make money off of it yet, but I'm going to figure out. I am expecting a little girl in May. I haven't made a business plan yet, but. You will. I will. I'm 100% sure you will. <laughs> She'll, She'll be, be like, okay, so something. tickets to the baby shower are going to be $25 each. And then we're going to flip it and we'll make money on it. it off. Yeah. So I'm really excited. This is probably the biggest uh, project that I've ever jumped on board with. And so I'm excited uh, to be a mom. Uh, I'm Corey and I have always had my identity based around a career as an entertainer ever since I was a little, little kid. My dad was an entertainer. I used to jump on stage with him and sing songs with him. And then I grew up in Atlanta, Georgia, where as a little kid, I was doing commercials and voiceovers and all that kind of stuff. Moved to LA after graduating from college and continued in television and film. I, guys, I get really weird talking about myself. Like when people I are like, no. when people are like, oh, uh, what have you been in? And then I'm like, can you just Google it? Like, I, I Googled <laughs> you. I have Googled you. Like that one time I told you, I screenshotted you because I was watching a movie, The Jury. Um, Runaway jury. Runaway jury. So when I first moved to LA, that's really, <laughs> that's I did a TV show uh, for Turner when I was a little Remember kid called that. Kids Beat. Kids a lot Beat. of, a lot of our peers yeah. actually oh, yeah. saw me in these little, little interstitials yeah. between, uh, mm-hmm. between cartoons including my husband. <laughs> I knew who you were long then, before I met you. Oh, Do you, that's so you know weird. that, right? No, I like, didn't know I that. I knew who Corey English was before I ever met Corey English, just from mutual friends and both of us growing up in Atlanta. And it's so interesting to like, was really great to like put it all together. I mean, because we were kids. Right? That's yeah. what's weird. Oh, and then I did a series. Oh my gosh, she's Googling me for real. I, just, uh, <laughs> I, just I don't even know Googled. what that says. Well, it says that you were uh, a very successful actress and then you married Oh, Todd. very successful. Oh, Okay. Okay. Well, I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, so yeah, I, I did and you're this. You're still successful. It didn't Aww, end when you thanks, married babe. Ty, <laughs> and then you married Ty. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've always my identity has always been very rooted in being a performer, and I've always felt like you kind of have to diversify with a career in entertainment uh, because otherwise you lose your mind because mm-hmm. you have time between jobs. And so I've always tried to, when I had a moment, do something else. And so I always did music on the side when I was doing television and uh, films and I would write music and then had a band. And now here in Nashville, I've transitioned much more into, I still do a lot of voiceover and uh, I fly out to LA when I need to, but uh, I'm spending a lot of time songwriting and working with artists. And then I will actually be releasing music of my own soon, which is kind of crazy. I'm going to brag on you because you are probably one of the most camera friendly faces. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. When we've done photo shoots and just have worked professionally together outside of us just being really good gal pals, you just work the camera and you work a microphone. You know how to captivate a crowd. It's so second nature. Yeah. Like when someone says, oh, does someone have star quality? Like you have the Mm -hmm. star quality. You know how to work a mic. You know how to work a camera. You are like, you shine. And now I am the mommy to two little boys. They're six and one and a half. Kayla, when did your identity start to shift? Have you felt that yet? Well, I I felt that. And um, without diving into it too much, I feel like honestly, my identity started to have a slow shift about four and a half years ago when 
with my first pregnancy, that was kind of my breakup with being an artist is during my first pregnancy, I was like, okay, I'm going to focus on the business side of things and being a mom. And then, um, just through like our fertility journey in general, I think I just started to dive way into the business side of things where I was kind of opening a door that someday I could be a mom. And so that I would have that flexibility when it came. And now that, um, we have a healthy baby on the way and it's like actually happening. I feel like just slowing down on the businesses has been a huge change for me and not saying yes to every single business opportunity, because mm-hmm. I mean, as long as you guys have known me, if there's a business opportunity, I'm on the first plane, open a business in Ohio. And I think you double downed on that when you went through loss? It was a coping mechanism because I knew that uh, was struggling with all the miscarriages that depression is such a huge part mm-hmm. of it. And for me, I, I'm a natu- I feel like I naturally have a positive vibe about me and I wanted to push on that side of things rather than kind of fall onto the depression side, which I was really gravitating towards. And so I just tried to pull some of my strengths together, which were on the business side. And I put all of my eggs in those baskets, <laughs> literally. Yep. And, um, and it worked out for me. I feel like those were my babies for a while. And I just like all my companies that I started growing and I just put all my energy into that, knowing that someday those would flourish and I would be set to be a mom. But now I'm having to slow back on work and trying to find that balance of being a wife and being full-time working and having a baby come, um, it's a, it's a balance that I'm definitely learning. Well, you set really high expectations for yourself too. For sure. And I saw that struggle when you realized this pregnancy was going forward yeah. and you were told that you needed to get off your feet. <laughs> oh and my God. It was like watching someone literally, it was like a tug of war, like with herself. I want to get up. I want to run around because she's a very bouncy person. Yes. Yeah. Very bubbly. You know, if you had decided to lean into the the sad stuff too, mm-hmm. like that would have been completely fine. That would have been okay. I have so much admiration for you, Kayla, because you found ways to pull yourself up. And, you know, I mean, I hope, we, you know, there's only so much your friends and your husband Aww. can do because yeah. what you're dealing with is something that is inside of you, you know? And well, no and, one else can fix you yeah. no matter what. And you're gonna make me cry just saying that. But, um, and, and I think talking about miscarriages is a different time, a different place. But I will say that that is where my identity, I felt, began to change because that the first time I was pregnant, it changed who I was, you know, because yeah. you feel yeah. that you feel that little person inside you. And it and I know both of you guys can relate to that because mm-hmm. you the way I saw it, to it, at least from as yeah. someone who, oh, gosh, we can't cry on the first <laughs> episode, guys. But the way I saw it was someone who was already a mom and you just <laughs> didn't have that baby in your arms yet. You were already identifying yeah. as a mom and you were such a natural nurturer. She's a nurturer to everyone. Mm-hmm. So Needless to say, like fit. baby girl is... <laughs> I mean, adored already, so of course. Loved, whoever mm-hmm. she is. I always say like, I'm going to like cover her in pink and sparkles and like all of the flair. And then she's going to end up being a tomboy. Which 100%. Is, well, whatever she is, I love her. <laughs> but that's going to, she has it till about like two and a half, three years old to like make up her mind if she's going to do the pink and sparkles. You could always do like sparkly overalls or something. There yes. There's Sparkle a happy meeting. Sparkly straps, Converse. Straps. Kayla, now that you're pregnant... <laughs> Has uh, has your fashion sense changed? Uh, I mean, I will say right now you're wearing a crop top and I'm not sure it's supposed to be a crop top and you refuse to wear maternity pants. I, you know, I am not big yet. No. I'm you kidding. are a tiny pregnant person. You have the smallest little, most adorable belly. 
But you're almost third trimester now. now. So, I mean, get some stretchy pants, woman. It's life-changing. I I do. I usually usually play the no pants game because I work from home. (laughs) Pants are overrated. Pants are just overrated. It's usually just like one of my husband's T-shirts and underwear. But, um, no, I will say that the biggest fashion change has been I used to wear a lot of uh, stilettos and, like, chunk heels, and now everything is wedge. Oh yeah, or, but uh, you're still rocking the wedges, which oh, I did too. I rock. Yep. I will rock the wedges. Still need the height, and um, yeah. and I'll I'll still wear like my my fun tops and like my leather jackets and stuff. So I, I keep it somewhat fashionable. You are the queen of being like, I look like crap and then showing up like the most adorable person of ever. <laughs> so cute. I don't know. Got my spray tan and weave in. Good? <laughs> yeah. Organic spray tan, please. Organic what you need tan. to do. For me, I think my identity started to really change when I was living in New York with a new baby. Ty and I met in LA, moved to New York because he had taken a job there. And that's where uh, I lived the most of my pregnancy. And of course, during my pregnancy, I was three months pregnant and went and shot a movie and I actually mm-hmm. played a blind girl. And so I was like bumping into a lot of things. <laughs> In hindsight, I'm like, what was I doing? But I was so built to just work, work, work and also had a lot of fun. I love yeah. working. So I was reluctant to shift away from working. But at some point, obviously, you have to, Kayla. Uh, <laughs> but then I was just having a lot of fun and I was still going out for a lot of voiceover stuff, auditions. It wasn't really until the baby was born and I had to slow down a lot. This might sound strange, but maybe you guys can relate. I think the real identity shift came when I realized I could no longer support myself. Is that weird? I, no, I started to, I had always, sense, since I was a little kid, I was making money and I had a, I could go buy things when I wanted to and I could support myself and I supported myself. That was really my only goal with my entertainment career. When I moved from Georgia out to LA to pursue an acting career, my goal was to be able to support myself. And that to me was success. I didn't really care on what level as long as that was my primary source of income. And I was able to do that for the entirety of my, you know, career. Well, so I will then- say as an entertainer, I think what people don't understand is how hard it is to support yourself in the entertainment sure. industry. It is. Yeah. And yeah. if you can support yourself, if you like even if you have a few side hustles here and there, but if you can focus on your career in anything entertainment and make money at it enough to pay for a living and be even a little bit comfortable. That's kind of that a win. That is a huge that win. That is yeah. a huge win. It's, it's a hard yeah. thing to let go yeah. of too. It's a really hard thing to let go of. So when I first moved to New York, I was still had some income. And then with television and film, you have residual income. And then I had residuals from voiceovers and all that kind of stuff. So I was still contributing to rent, groceries, my own stuff that I wanted to buy. And then that was being slowly depleted just because I couldn't do any on-camera work because I was pregnant. Then I had a newborn and I was, I guys, I, this is like probably the peak of that identity shift is I was three months, I mean, sorry, three weeks postpartum from a C-section. And I called up my new agents because I had moved to New York, gotten new agents. And I called them up and said, hey, I want to come in and have a meeting. And I strapped the baby in a carrier. And I remember being like shaky because I was like so tired and the baby was crying. And here I am like putting on eyeliner and mascara. And I just had a C-section and I marched my butt into my agents to be like, I'm ready. I was so not ready, you guys. And I wish I could go back and kick my own butt and be like, take a minute. It's fine. But you know what? You couldn't have told me that then. Now I look back and go, man, I really wish I'd given myself a break. And it's not that I didn't have amazing time with my baby. I did. I was very adamant about 
still trying to be productive in some kind of way and then also not have a nanny and not have babysitters. I wanted to be a very hands-on mom. I wanted when my baby woke up crying, I wanted me or Ty to be the ones to go pick him up. It was a really hard shift going, wow, I'm not really working. I'm not really, you know, one of the things that I think made Ty and I fall in love is we were both these very independent people who had these sort these careers under our belt. And we just sort of, you know, we were bonus to each other. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I was like, wow, I'm, I'm not so independent anymore. Like I'm very dependent on my husband husband. emotionally, on my husband financially. I need my baby. Mm -hmm. You know, I need him in my arms or I feel like something's missing. And all of a sudden I started to be like, wow, I'm, I'm not an independent person anymore. That was when the original Hi, My Name is Mom was born. I was living in New York. Ty was on Top 40 radio at the time. But he was starting to talk more and more about his family life. And I started a vlog to kind of go along with that and supplement what he was talking about. And so I started talking about my life as a mom and I was trying to just be really real. And I really loved doing it. But then we went through, Ty went through a career shift and he ended up, we were long distance for a second. He was in Washington, D.C. I was in New York, but we still had our lease in New York and I still had some work going on in voiceover. So I stayed there and being the main parent to Radley at that time, I realized I was managing my kid so that I could work on a mom vlog. And that just felt messed up. So like I'd stick Radley in an exerciser in front of backyard again so that I could edit a video about being a mom. And that just, it just didn't sit right with me. It just made me feel really bad about the kind of mom I was being. So I put it on ice, moved to DC and literally spent like two years twiddling my thumbs. And it kind of immobilized me, completely immobilized me. And that's kind of where I felt like I was losing myself. (laughs) What about you, Jen? (laughs) Interesting. I I actually feel a little bit like my identity shifted the moment I had a kid, but it took like 10 solid years for the true circle to happen. Um, My husband and I both are in television. He's um, been in comedy TV for a long time. And he was laid off when our first baby was four months old, right as I was getting ready to go back to work. And I was like, well, well, we're not paying for a a nanny or daycare. If you're not working, like while you're looking for work, you can stay home and you can, you know, change diapers. And he was actually really oddly (laughs) amenable to it. I have to say, he kind of like jumped on it. And you know, what happened was- That's really, that I will say that is an awesome thing because I think Jonathan- would have an anxiety Stage attack. Stage fright. Yeah. I no. told him he had to stay Stage home. Fright. I, I, I commend Adrian. Truly, you remember there were periods <laughs> where I came home and there was a full-blown Lego city on my dining room table, but <laughs> that's another episode. I mean, it, it was crazy. So, but Adrian got like, he started a dad blog right out of it. So it was sort of like he had this innovation, you know, time in his life and it afforded me the ability to be able to be a working mom for a lot longer. There's nothing wrong with having your kids in daycare or having a nanny. I just did not personally want that. So um, I was I was able to stay a working mom for a lot longer than I think I anticipated. Um, and then at some point when we had our last baby, I was like, this is, this is my last chance. I mean, it's my last chance to be at home with her. And so my husband and I talked about it. You know, his, his blog was at a point where it was like it could support us as a business. So he said, let's do it. Like, let's, let's try. So that's been... 20 months I've been home with our last baby and have been a full time. um, I call myself a working at home mom because I do have several. I have kept my hands fully into television, you know, creating and working on projects and doing some freelance. Nice baby (laughs) hiccup right there, by the way. (laughs) Well placed. Yeah, you don't need to hide it. That's just real. That's just really happening right now. 
Like you're still keeping your hand in work, but I, I but now to. trying to find that balance. Because that's the identity problem, right? It's like, I can't let go of that, nor do I want to. Because as you guys know, when you have a career, I think in entertainment or any other industry that is sort of like a 24-hour seven day a week job, you can't just let it go. It's, yeah. it's taken a long time to build and it's, it's like, it's its own child. So it's nurturing that baby and nurturing my other four babies. And so the identity for me is ever evolving and ever changing. And it's, it's honestly taken 10 years to get to this point. And in another 10 years, I'm going to look back and I can tell you, I'm probably going to be working. They're <laughs> <laughs> so cute. I'm like, Sound like you've been drinking a little bit too much this morning. <laughs> In ten years, I'm probably going to be looking back, and I'm going. The one thing I know for certain, <laughs> the one thing I know for certain is that I'm going to really be grateful that I had this time. We wanted to see what our kids think about us, so we asked them some questions. Uh, here's what the kids have to say: Mom, hey, mom, mommy. Hello. Please state your name. Radley. How old are you? Six. Do you know your mom's name? Did you toot? You made it. Oh, okay. What does mom do every day? Um, she um writes songs and she sh- sings songs and she works on her computer. So what does she do on her computer? Um, voiceovers. Whoa, nice. How'd you know that? Because you told me about it. <laughs> what else does mom do? That was just the only thing she does. What's her number one job? Keeping us safe. Yep. Who's the boss in this house? Like the number one boss? Mommy. It's probably true. (laughs) Charlie, what does mommy do for work? TV producer. What else do I do? My mom. I'm your mom. I love that. That's my favorite thing. What do you think mommy does all day while you're at school? Falls asleep on the couch and watches TV. Mason. What? What do you think mom does all day? Um, sleeps. Ava, what do you think mommy does all day while you're at school? Cleans the house and takes care of Evelyn. Is that what you do? John, what do you think Kayla does all day? Well, besides the obvious sparkly and pink things, she wakes up early. She's usually in the kitchen trying to make me some breakfast before I head out the door. She's constantly making me food. Meal prepping, making me green juice, playing with the dogs, taking videos of the cats. She loves her animals. She loves her family. She loves her friends. She loves music. And she loves the little baby that she's carrying inside of her. So we talked about who we were and when that identity shifted. Um, And I don't know that there's any such thing as really figuring out the balance between who you are without kids and who you are with kids. But I think we've all found ways to kind of grab back onto who we are now. For me, moving to Nashville was a turning point. I really, to speak to what you said about not getting a sitter and a nanny, yeah. I think, <laughs> Kayla's still got the hiccups. <laughs> so I think, you know, cause I'm kind of on the other side of that perspective, kind of where Adrian is. And I think one of the hardest things about being in that position is you feel like you're not deserving of having that help because right. you don't have the income to pay for it. Yeah, I can And totally that is a that. really hard internal battle. So you have maybe things that you want to do or things you think you could accomplish if you had the time because yep. there, I really believe there's not a whole lot harder than being a work from home parent. Oh no. I did it for a long time and you are never focused 100% on something that you're doing 
if one of your kids is around, especially if you're pursuing a creative passion, Mm -hmm. that may or may not ever be a return on the time investment that you're making. So who am I to go spend all this money on a babysitter? And Ty would be the first to tell me, who cares if you do something productive? Go shopping, go get your nails done, take a walk without a kid, go take a nap, go binge watch something. And I think for me, as someone who has always been kind of a workhorse and always felt best about myself when I was accomplishing something that I felt like was moving something forward, that's when I feel best. And what I had to realize is that I'm a better mom when I honor that, follow my creative passions. And for me, moving to Nashville was a turning point because I decided to really focus on writing music and I had never really given myself that time. I put Radley when he was three immediately in a three day a week program and started writing all the time, writing music. And I didn't know if that would ever become a successful thing, but I felt good doing it. And then when Sebastian was born, I put him in at one, which was a hard decision too, because I'm like, well, Radley got three years with me and now Bash isn't getting that time. But now I started- We beat ourselves up though. We beat ourselves up. The guilt can be consuming. The guilt is consuming because the second I drove away from that school, I felt so much relief and so much guilt at the same time. Mm -hmm. And I think that- we do that. We do it more than dads. Yeah, moms absolutely. do it more than dads. I, if I have a couple days where I'm away from my kids, I'm like, oh, I'm a horrible mom, and that's not true. Another big part of it is this: like yes. finding my group in Nashville and taking the time yeah. to have a glass of wine with girlfriends and get together and talk. And what we realized when we started getting together to talk is that that's exactly what we wanted to do on this platform. Is is just take our real conversations and just <laughs> record you know, them. It's, it's interesting. It's like, I, I see all these articles recently about moms that are like, I don't have a mom tribe and I'm okay with it. And I'm like, no, no, no. You need one. No, you need a tribe. Even if you don't see each other every week, even if you don't see each other every two weeks, but somebody who has kids that you can just kind of be real with. Yeah. Kayla, come over. I'm folding laundry in the middle of my living yeah. room floor. Or, you know, Corey, I'm going down to Trader Joe's. I want you to walk the aisle with me with two toddlers. Cool. You know, it's, it's just that ability to kind of have someone that you can step away from the sole mom role with that is so important. And, and I just think is invaluable. It just makes me sad when people don't have that and they don't have it because they, they think they don't have time. Well, and to add to that, Corey, I, you, you kept saying, oh, I feel guilty for doing this, putting them in school and taking time to write and everything. But not having kids the past few years and being able to watch you as a mom and watch Jen as a mom and just be able to kind of observe and observe. I can't even talk. She's pregnant guys. Words are hard anyway. And especially when you're pregnant. Words are hard. Words are hard. Um, But just kind of watch because I love your children. I love both of your guys' children. You guys know that. But I think there's something so valuable that you are bringing to the table that they are learning from seeing you be happy and flourish and be independent. As an outsider looking in, I'm watching your children watch strong, confident moms be people outside of being moms. And I, I hope so. I, 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 I really, really do. think that because yeah. you guys all, you both have like independent children. I think there's something to be said for, yeah. because with that mom guilt, and I try to remind myself of this because I'm, I'm as guilty as everyone else about feeling just horrible the second I do something and blaming myself. Like I blame myself for everything that goes wrong. But you know, those moments when I have to tell one of my kids, like mommy can't play right now. It's like heart wrenching. And I think, yeah. oh, he's only going to want to play with me for a certain amount of time. But here's what I also think. A kid who thinks that everything should 
stop and you should drop everything to do exactly what they want every time they ask it's not going to be a very good human being you're not doing them they're any not going to be a terrible employer because they're going to yeah, think employee, employee. they're going to think the yeah. universe revolves around them yeah. and as much as i want to relish that time you know i'm not going to make them be able to live in the world if that's how they think it works well, so it's hard to remember that raising a kid with in the world of instant gratification i mean yeah. everything it's is so, immediate now they don't so. know what being bored means no, like no. they're like how entertain me now yeah. with some kind of a device or whatever. And yeah. so, Kayla, what are you doing now to ease into this mom role and figure out who you are now? Well, I really connect when you were saying that, um, you, you feeling like if you aren't the one like providing the income, you feel guilty doing things and spending money and pampering yourself. And I think because I've always been such a workaholic and I dove into that, I'm trying to like work my butt off now where I can to be like, oh, I'm going to have a cushion of finances here. That way, if I want to do something and, and Jonathan has told me the same thing. If you want to go get your nails done, go get your nails done or go enjoy yourself. Go, go get a massage. Cause I'm terrible at spoiling myself. And I feel like if I don't buy something on sale, I'm not worthy of it or I'm not worthy. We're all just, three that way. Yeah, yes. 100%. I'm not worthy of going and just having a me day or mm -hmm. anything like, and so I feel like for me, I've had to one say no to a lot of businesses and a lot of opportunities. And I feel like doing that has been really, um, it, it, for me, that's a huge self-care. I've thing. had to not yeah. start 13 companies, guys, <laughs> since well, I got pregnant. <laughs> well, because I was in the middle of filming um, a series of my first like self-launch show, mm -hmm. Sips and Tips, this summer when I got That pregnant. involved booze. That didn't <laughs> um, and And it's hard because uh, we were supposed to finish it in September and I got pregnant and I couldn't do anything um, the first trimester. And then with the holidays and everything, it got really pushed back. So for me, uh, part of that self-care was just saying no and being like, you know what, I can't finish this business thing right now. And then another part of it is just um, kind of splurging on products for me. And finding out things. Man, it's the only time you can really get like the most expensive belly butter. Yeah. Not that I did that, Ty. <laughs> but um, No, to my husband. I, I didn't actually. I will say that I found this company, Bumpbox, and they have all of these vetted stuff like of products that are really good. Um, they're really affordable when you're wanting quality stuff. And so I kind of relied on them as like Takes my- Takes the testing out. Yeah, I, I'm not a researcher. Guys, can we talk that. about how good a box is? I mean, that just like sounds, I <laughs> <that> got dirty. <laughs> I love opening up those boxes <laughs> every month. Box. <laughs> but seriously, like when a box arrives in the mail with a bunch of random stuff in it, That's I'm a sucker for a subscription a, box. I love forgetting. I love boxes. I love forgetting. I have I also, here's what I've seen too, is that you, have accepted the fact that this baby is is really coming and you yeah. have finally started to oh I can't <laughs> do you remember yep. the whole like field of dreams if you build it they will come yeah. like we, we had this conversation by the house Kayla moved into house. a new house yeah. and and I said I'm bringing over a bunch of baby stuff and I said, because that baby's it. on yeah. the way and yeah. we just decided to put a bunch of good juju yeah. in that house and and, yeah. and just like all push some positive energy your way yeah. here she comes yeah. and 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 yeah. seeing photos of you building the crib and that sweet little nursery. And uh, I may or may not have purchased some little girl items. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, well, it's we'll neither really confirm fun. or deny. Mm -hmm. As a designer, I feel like my house is always the last thing that I like to oh, project yeah. with. Oh, I'm sure. And so it's, I have taken like priority, even this weekend when you guys were like hashing out work stuff, I'm like, nope, I'm taking some time to do house stuff that I never work on mm -hmm. um, because I'm excited for this new chapter. And it's important to, to 
sometimes just take a step back from work and take the things that you thrive at and you enjoy and put them, apply them in your life. And you and John should go to lots of movies. That's what <laughs> Ty and I missed the most. We were like, we can't just go to a movie. It's like, right. then you have to pay for a sitter. Uh, yeah, but you don't even want to leave your no. newborn with anyone yeah, for yeah. a while. <laughs> and so you end up just sort of like staying. Now, granted, I mean, I guess like Netflix and Apple TV, that helps That's a lot. Yeah, All those helps, things help, help a well, ton. And like, I think right now I, I couldn't cook so much. I love cooking in the first trimester and second trimester. And I'm just now getting back into like food prepping and cooking. And, and so for me, that is self-care. Well, you I were love, just so yep. sick that it was really hard to yep, like You couldn't anything. even enjoy it. Yeah. No. Speaking just, of which, we'll, we'll have to post some pictures, but uh, yeah. there's going to be a baby shower. <laughs> so exciting. What about it? you, Jen? What are you, what have you changed now that you have you shifted know, your focus? My focus shift has has actually helped me in both areas of my life. You know, when as a as an executive producer, my my job quality being most important was always about prioritizing the next thing, like quantity, 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 feed the beast, feed the beast, because as successful as you are, you are only as successful as your last series. So it's like, keep it going, keep it going, keep it going. What I found now in trying and usually failing to balance being a wife, being a mom to four, and still trying to do a lot of television product projects is that I get to choose what I want to do. And I get to choose that passion project or this passion project, or I get to work with the person I want to work with. And it is so much more freeing. So I used to always say, why not? Adrian and I had this summer, we called it the summer of yes. And it was like, everything was like, why not? Let's do it. We kind of it. did that why too. Why not? It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's cool, cool idea, right? It's yeah. like, it's, it, it's sort of like you, you do everything. Why not? Now, and it may, to some people, it may sound a little more pessimistic, but now I say why. Like if I'm going to do something away from my children, there's got to be a good reason. Oh, right? my sister always why? says to me, saying yes to one thing means a no to something else. To. And that's an important thing to it's remember. It's like we talk about balance is impossible. Yeah. It's impossible. So you just got to do it the way, you know, some things fall. I'm a better wife sometimes. I'm a better mom sometimes. I'm a better executive sometimes. And I have to be honest, my kids get a, a better, more well-rounded version of me because of all three of those areas of my life. If any one of them is missing, it's not me and I'm not giving them the best version of myself. So it's sort of about figuring out how to not let one ball completely drop to the floor. I do think it's that thing though, where I've noticed with me, uh, you know, Tyna don't necessarily have delegated roles, right. but we just, depending on what the other is doing, we see what needs to be done yeah. and do it. And then sometimes we both get really busy or one of us yeah. is really tired and it just shifts. And there are times when I have a week where there is so much going on, so many meetings and so many yeah. places to be. And guess what? That ball of like the house being the way mm -hmm. it should be, it just kind of falls. Yeah. And there's just laundry everywhere yeah. and there's kid stuff everywhere. And then I just have to let myself off the hook for that. And know that that will shift back when I have a minute. And I think, I think really that identity shift is realizing that you can't expect right. yourself to do all of that. You can't finish everything on your to-do list nope. and you can't also, you can't see about yourself and see about your kids and see about your husband and be in perfect shape and have all the laundry done and have a successful career and all those. You can't do all that simultaneously. Nope. Yeah, the you have scale to, will never be even. Yeah. No. But so, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't never focus on self-care, never focus on, you know, you and, and yeah. your sort of internal who you are and who you used to be before you had kids, because you can't let that just go and go bye-bye. You have to do like little bits of- That of is such an important point, you know? is that I don't think 
that letting go of any one part of you mm-hmm. is ever going to make you a happy person. No. And I think yeah. that's where all three of us are, having mm-hmm. been all like career women who are moms. It really, it it, it really is just accepting the fact yeah. that it's okay. Yep. And that we'll do the best we can yep. on any given day. Absolutely. And that there's always going to be interruptions, well, but we'll just do the best and we honestly, can. Honestly, I think to add to that, like having each other as a support group yeah. to say, hey, it's okay. Right now, you don't have to be good at that. I know that's helped me quite a bit in just giving myself grace and finding, like, not that I, I don't want to say forgive myself because we shouldn't have to forgive ourselves. If it feels like that, that is the but feeling. But that's, that's how you feel. Yep. But, and I'm, And you shouldn't have to. I know when I first got pregnant and I didn't know I was pregnant, I was having some like terrible brain farts where I was just emotional. Do you remember? Oh yeah. And you kept apologizing and And I kept being like, like, you're fine. fine. You're fine. And then I found out I was pregnant. I'm like, no wonder I've been crazy. And you said to me, you were like, Kayla, it is okay. You do not have to be walking a tightrope all the time. And I just, I loved hearing that because Mm -hmm. that's so true. Even if I wasn't pregnant, it's okay that like sometimes things like aren't always evenly juggled. I don't know if you felt like this. If you have one thing you gave up or one thing you really accepted about yourself, because I have one. Mm-hmm. I finally, it wasn't until Sebastian was born, my little one and a half year old, I accepted the fact that I do not like to cook. I did not want to make my own baby food <laughs> and that I am happy to prepare, but I do not want to cook if I don't have to. There you go. And I started going to Costco and getting their pre-prepared stuff a lot more. I still buy organic whenever I can and all that stuff, right? So I still, yeah. I eat healthy. I feed my kids healthy, but I, I just was like, you know what? I don't want to cook and I'm not going to feel bad about it anymore. You know what mine is? I love that. Mine is that we, we always talk about paying babysitters in the neighborhood that are like learning to be with kids, right? You know, they're like younger kids and you give them a little bit of money. They come in, they be a mother's helper. What I do, I take those little girls and I teach them how to do laundry. I'm like, that's a life skill. Come in and do my laundry. Fold it, put it away. Very little risk involved. My children, <laughs> they're not going to burn my house down. I Chances are good. And, and honestly, I've always had such a great reaction. Like from parents are like, yes, my kids will do that. Yes, yes, yes. You know, during the summer. It's awesome. It's like what mom wouldn't want her kids, daughter or son. Let's be real. Kayla, you but should like, think ahead on what that thing is going to be for you. Well, yeah. I was going to say, I don't It's really not going to be cooking. <laughs> I, no, because I love to cook. I, I will say I take very good care of my husband um, mm-hmm. on the domestic side of things. And, um, spoiled, spoiled. And I've just this far with him, I've had to like kind of realize that he's an adult and that he needs good. to. And so this you're going to give up mother and your husband. Yeah. You, that's your thing. you guys are going to laugh about this. Oh, no, like, we're not. I we're going to say we told you so. No. I know. <laughs> I like I'm finding myself like I'll do his laundry, but, uh, but I'll be like, OK, it's in there. You have to put it away. And he's like, what? I'm like, yeah, put it away. And like, oh, and meanwhile, John, John's going to hear this podcast and call some kids from down the street and they're going to be folding your laundry. And the same thing, like I still make all of his foods and it's in the fridge, but like I don't don't get up in the morning. You've come so far. Maybe, maybe once or twice a week I will actually put it in the lunch pail and in his bag. But he's responsible. <laughs> you, I this mean, babies. Yeah, it, it is big for her. I will say that. Funny. I'm really curious to know what other people's one thing they'd be willing to get rid of is to really hold on to their identity better. What would you drop? Yeah. What would you drop? Comment below. I have to say this though, because <laughs> seriously, the three of us are very, very lucky, and we get to speak from a true, true place of privilege, and that is we have husbands who are incredible partners, very involved, and yeah, you know, I, I laughed the first time I heard someone refer to my husband as a babysitter. I was like, are you <laughs> Oh, people do that too. Yeah. They do. Oh, your husband's going to babysit the kids. Huh? And, and Ty's no. always like, No, I'm their dad. <laughs> exactly. But having having that partner is like, it's just invaluable. It frees us up to be who we are 
as well. You know, it's like not all about that. Yeah, thanks to our good husbands yes. and baby daddies. Mm-hmm. Baby, yeah, baby mm-hmm. daddy. Although he says, he's like, I'm hands off until they're walking. I'm like, yeah, oh, we'll no, 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 no. Elbow deep in, elbow deep in poop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I think that probably wraps up our first podcast. Yay. Oh my gosh. We, we did need a champagne. I can't believe I really, we did this without champagne. It's really a travesty. Yeah. Uh, if you enjoyed listening to us, if you would take a second to go and review our podcast, that would be a really big deal for us. And we would really appreciate it. We recognize there's a lot of podcasts out there um, and we hope we've provided something not boring. Yeah. Who knows? Somewhat entertaining. I'm sure someone thinks we're super boring, though. Someone probably thinks one of us is at least really boring. Which is it Which is be? the boring Who drew the short straw? <laughs> <laughs> Please go follow us on Instagram at Hi My Name Is Mom. You can find uh, Hi My nope. Name Is Mom official. There we go. I'm gonna get that right. Hi My Name Is Mom dot com. Hi My Name Is Mom on Facebook. Yay. Uh, we're gonna probably have some silly stuff up there as well. So thank you for taking the time to listen, and uh, make sure you check out our origins episodes to learn a little bit more about each of us. Coming up next week is gonna be all about boobs. boobs. Yeah, we said boobs. <laughs> Your name is Mom.